a lot of love and guesswork. Thankfully, we don't have to do it alone. But conflict can be a great thing because it does make you um, self-evaluate. Yeah, and your bond, your relationship becomes stronger if you're able to navigate through the conflict and resolve it in a healthy way. We're three hermanas who are moms, wives, and share how we do life, family, and faith. The time of relationship that I'm with my husband, it's we have to be able to communicate our wants and needs. Mm-hmm. So I have to be I have to be able to know what he needs out of our relationship, and and vice versa, so that we can work towards that. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> I mean, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. I say it's agree okay. Join our familia as we learn together, laugh, and have sometimes loud and crazy conversations. Yes, sir. Yeah. Happy dance here. Happy Woo. dance here. Happy dance here. <laughs> Doing the robot. <laughs> oh no, no, she Didn't wasn't. Yeah. Like <laughs> Welcome to A Little Mass. Hola, hola, familia. Welcome to episode nine. Nueve. Episode nine. We're almost at 10 episodes, guys. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. exciting. And then on yeah, to 100. It it's funny because the number 10 doesn't seem so like it's like a lot. Uh-huh. But then when we look, well, earlier today I was looking back at the calendar mm-hmm. to determine when we started. And yeah. I'm like, I had to push back quite a few yeah. months. And I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, what you're saying, it doesn't seem like a lot numerically, right? Uh-huh. But yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, I get it. It's 10 seems like a small number. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, but then once you're looking through the calendar. And you say, oh, we've been doing it since this date. Oh yeah! You realize, oh yeah, we've been yeah, doing this that's for true. a while. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that. I get it. I didn't say it the best way. No, <laughs> Wait, listen. I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to understand it, right? Like, Shayna said nothing we'd be saying. <laughs> yes, yes last week it was Mabel. <laughs> this week it's me. Like y'all just need to just get it together, maybe, concise, clear, maybe. and concise. Could could it be? That maybe, y'all don't know how to speak. That's no, right. You just tune us out, <laughs> and then you come in and you don't understand exactly all that we said. Oh please! I <laughs> don't be long-winded. Is all I'm saying. Just oh. get it as I'm oh, super yeah. long-winded. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we had ten episodes. Yeah, ten episodes. The weather is like awesome. I know we're drinking. Oh yes. the hot chocolate right yes. now. Oh girls, couldn't yes. be any better. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the truth? Uh-huh. So Celeste was topped with tons of whipped cream. <laughs> oh. Mine was with a little, and Evelyn likes it with none. I keep it simple. Simple? The way it's meant to be. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. So Some chocolate. Okay. I like that little dog the way it's uh-huh. meant Done. to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't think, you know, um, our parents had whipped cream just laying around uh, at the house I, when I, they were I, I'm kids. sorry that I had a dollar extra <laughs> when I went grocery shopping and decided, um, but, hey, but let's be real. I bought the Stater brand, the Stater Brothers brand. I okay. didn't buy like the right. Ready Whip. Man, we ain't got that much money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. I like my chocolate abuelita with a little bit of whipped cream. Yeah, I know. like it. It's nice. Yeah. Makes you me know, feel fancy. Fancy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just never had it that way. I like my like my Starbucks coffee or my coffee from wherever I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, with my, no, even then, I don't. I don't. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just all about presentation, I think. I love it with whipped cream. I like to top it with a little bit of the pumpkin spice. Uh, yeah, no, what is it? Pumpkin if spice I'm going powder. to take a picture of my drink mm-hmm. all day, every day, I'll pumpkin make sure spice. it has the whipped cream on it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then, then you I scoop, scoop it, it out. out. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I, I like to go light on the whipped cream. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking about the whole 10 episodes thing, and I was like, man. 
How awesome is it that we have we haven't killed each other? Oh, great! You know, in the process, like you know, we've 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 had our encounters. We've had our (laughs) we've been close. (laughs) But you know, going back to our last episode with relationships, it's just something you have to kind of. I feel like work through. Is it just me? But I feel like our relationship as sisters has gotten stronger. Yeah. I can agree. With I feel that. like I see you guys now. More I know that awesome. once a week, yes. I'm going to see the two of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think we've been confronted with a lot more, um, you know, I don't know what, what it like conflict mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. because we don't always agree on certain things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're learning how to really communicate well with each other. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I mean, I mean, I don't think that, you know, before we hit record, we're having like these fighting matches. Yeah. Where hair, <laughs> hair is being pulled, Grenya's all over the place because that's not the case. I mean, has it gotten close? <laughs> I feel it's pretty passionate. <laughs> so am I. It's not going to start on bandwagon uh, hoppers. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so talking about bandwagon, uh-huh. Dodgers, oh, and that game seven. Huh? We don't want to bring it up because our Dodger fans are going to be yeah. upset. Yeah. We're yeah. sorry, Dodger fans. Yes, yes. Yeah. That was rough. We'll move on for you. We'll move on. Yeah. yeah. On to, on a better note. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Happier so, things. <laughs> uh, um, the Biebs, Justin Bieber, mm-hmm. and Selena Gomez are back together. Did back you guys watch together. her interview about um, the kidney transplant that she had from her friend Francia? I did not. I read an article uh-huh. and I read certain things about it, but I didn't watch. I didn't watch anything on yeah, it. Yeah, she she was pretty much dying. That's what I heard. Said, like, but she, she was going hadn't really dialysis. told anyone other than her immediate family, uh-uh. right? And they had all tested themselves to see if they were compatible, mm-hmm. and they weren't uh, for a kidney transplant for her, and they weren't. I know. I remember and reading she that. was living with this girl Francia at the time. Mm-hmm. I think that's her name. Can someone check it up? Because I could be totally saying the wrong name. But um, so she was living with her, and she ended up telling her um i guess her friend was saying that one day she, that day that she came home she was noticing that selena couldn't even open up um, oh a water gosh. bottle like and screw it and that she just chucked it and started crying wow. and that's when you know her friend asks her well what what's wrong what's going on you know and that's when selena pretty much tells her like i i'm gonna have to wait years for a kidney transplant Yeesh. and i don't even know if i'm gonna make it until then mm-hmm. you know because her body was pretty much shutting down mm-hmm. um like the lupus was attacking um yeah. her kidneys and everything i remember reading about yeah. that oh my gosh yeah and it's crazy because you see you know these celebrities mm-hmm. and they look so glamorous and look like they have everything put together oh, and i yeah. knew that she was i i knew that i think before then she had kind of come out that she had lupus mm-hmm. and all of that but you don't really know what's really going on behind yeah. closed doors mm-hmm. and her friend was that her name yeah Francia? okay her friend Francia comes and she says without even thinking she was just like i'll go get tested wow yeah talk about relationships and she does it true friendships there yeah Yeah. and she had to get like all of these examinations the next day she did it with or it wasn't maybe it wasn't the next day but she did six months worth of examinations and blood work in one day wow because that's how quickly they had to get it done oh my goodness and Next thing she knows, she's going to get operated. And she was like, I had to do a will. Like, this was a lie. Yeah, like, she could die, yeah, too. Because I mean, it's yeah. an intense procedure. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it is. serious. Yeah. And, um, but the whole time she was saying how, like, her faith was really what kind of propelled her to help her friend, mm-hmm. to help Selena Gomez. Um, because she was saying that she had, you know, sought counsel from, like, pastors and mm-hmm. people around her. And then she 
um, was really praying and was like, God, okay, can you just confirm that this is the right thing that I should do for mm-hmm. my friend? Um, and she had found out that she was a match with Selena, right? Which is a hard yes. thing. Like when you realize yes. how hard it is to be a match for somebody. I mean, her own, you yeah, know, her own yeah, family wasn't ma- a match and for her. And that's who you would think yeah. would be a match. Yeah, of um, course. And so that was one kind of answer to that prayer. But then mm-hmm. the second part of the answer to that prayer was that Selena calls her and is like, hey, I heard you're a match. And she's like, wait, how did you know? Mm-hmm. And she almost felt like that was just the moment that God was kind of confirming to her, like, this mm-hmm. is what you should do. And she did it. And they went under that surgery and everything. And it was amazing. Wow. But so And it was successful. It was successful. Is, yeah. yeah. Selena says that she, her her um, blood work is turning out great. She's never felt better, mm-hmm. she was saying. She doesn't feel the way she used to feel. Um, her body is really um, accepting very well mm-hmm. um, her friend's kidney. So that's wow, awesome. That's and amazing. so I just watched that. And then I read what, a week later or something, she's yeah. back with Justin Yeah, Bieber. well, just last weekend, um, you know, news outlets were reporting that uh, Selena and Justin Bieber had been spending a lot of time uh-huh. together this past weekend. Yeah. And then there was all this speculation because it's like, wait, then all of a sudden it's like, she's not with The weekend anymore. What's mm-hmm. going on? Yeah. You know, how that's kind of suspicious. And, you know, it's like, and so we don't know how the relationship with The weekend and Selena Gomez ended, mm-hmm. but we know that according to these reports, it's very amicable. Mm-hmm. And, the whole Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez getting back together had a lot to do with the fact that, according to these articles anyhow, that um, Justin Bieber just kind of really realized like, oh my gosh, I could lose Selena Gomez. She could die. And so it was one of these things where it's like, I I don't want to lose her. I've never imagined my life without her. Mm -hmm. They were still friends and they kept it friendly even though they weren't in relationships with each other. Um, But I mean, he says she was his first love. She says the same about him, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and so he kind of pursued her and he's like very, very um, rigorously, even though he knew she was in a relationship with the weekend. And so uh, media outlets are saying, you know, that he pursued her and just kind of realized it was kind of this like, oh, my gosh, like I can't live without her. I want her in my life. And so he pursued her. And according to the media, you know, he wasn't she wasn't very convinced because of all the history that mm-hmm. they have. And he has cheated on her in the past. And it was just not a very well, they were really young. And yeah, he was, of course, really dumb and all that. Yeah, it just kind of reminded me of our conversation mm-hmm. in last episode all about relationships. Oh, yeah, right? because. One, the fact that now she needed him mm-hmm. to pursue her and really mm-hmm. show her. I mean, I'm sure he had to prove to her, like, I'm hey, sh- oh yeah, I am. It said it took a lot of convincing for yeah. for her to, you know, actually say, okay, I want to go down this path uh-huh. with you. That's be scary in a relationship. to have to, Heck yeah. you know, you've been hurt by somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean, Who she wrote songs so much about, about it. Yeah. yeah, he did too. And it's like, and now you have the trust. Like, has this person changed? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe all that mentorship that he had, you yeah, know, that he's he was been getting, doing that. Yeah. Um, with his from, pastors with these pastors mm-hmm. you know around him mm-hmm. have maybe done him some good but then it sucks because then i don't know you just hope that a relationship isn't like a bad thing yeah. you know i think one thing that i was thinking about too was made me kind of sad as i was reading some of these um reports and everything mm-hmm. or um i think it was on tmz where they were saying that her uh, somebody from her you know one of her family members yeah. or something was saying, yeah. oh, that the family was angry and that mm-hmm. they think he's yeah. a low life and no good. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, first of all, if this was a family member that really cared about her, why would you even sell off that story to yes. TMZ and yeah. give them that soundbite? Yes. You know, or that quote, whatever, mm-hmm. on the record. Like, why would you do that? And it really made me sad for her mm-hmm. because it made me feel like I would hate it if I couldn't even trust the people around me 
you know, to keep my personal yeah, it's life like, private. Hey, if you yeah. don't like him, tell me that. Mm-hmm. Don't go off and sell that to the media, mm-hmm. you know, and now blast that out there. Like it should look like we're all on a, you know, on the same. What is it? Like on a united front. Type yeah. Of yeah. Thing. yeah. And so that really made me sad. And it really made me start thinking about that episode because I've been really think I've been, I don't know, I've been really thinking about relationships and mm-hmm. how that works. Yeah. And our last episode. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. I mean. Hey, maybe maybe it'll work out for them. Mm-hmm. And you never know. We did we did also talk about in our last episode about how sometimes friendships, even relationships, mm-hmm. you know, there's seasons to them. Yeah. And so you don't know. And you said something that was very true, Mabes. You said both of them were very young when they started dating. Mm-hmm. I mean, they grew up together, mm-hmm. you know. And in not on top of that, but on in social media, of, in front of everybody, no, in front of the, the public eye. Yeah. And that's a lot of pressure. On top of that, you're going from adolescent to young adulthood yeah and realizing and you have freedoms you have your you know? business yeah and uh-huh. it's like mm-hmm. i mean who of us didn't have a young relationship where maybe we didn't handle it the best way because you're oh, learning yeah. to I do relationships at that age you yeah. know yeah and so i feel like that i i totally agree i've always kind of been secretly rooting for them too just because uh-huh. i know that they started off so young and i'm like wouldn't that be neat to see yeah. them like really make it work yeah but you never know i mean time will well, tell that, that's the thing i think that we forget is we didn't I mean, most of us did not have to grow up in front of the public no. eye, you know, in that scrutiny. Mm-hmm. And so it's like we got to make our mistakes behind closed doors. Maybe a handful of people found out about yeah. them, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they weren't plastered all over the place. That's right. Yeah. You know, and with Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez, any little wrong step that they took yep, was all over. Out there, yep. yeah. You know, I'm like, I mean, I, I think even about my relationship with my husband, like we dated when we were teenagers mm-hmm. in high school. He and I are not the same people that we right. were in high school. Right. We don't even handle our relationship in that way at all. Mm-hmm. Because in high school, you're you're dumb. You know, you're yeah. immature. I you're was, very egocentric at that yes, age. I was like, it's I didn't understand. Common. It was my first, you know, serious relationship. I didn't understand how to navigate through this. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, probably not my best self. Mm-hmm. But now I'm married, mm-hmm. and I've grown up. And you've got a little wisdom under your belt now. Yes, because you of know. The and I look back yeah. and I'm like, oh my gosh, who was that person? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I would love Preaching to have to said, the choir sister. Yeah. You know, I was such a great. Like, no, I was probably making mistakes left and right in my relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, so yeah. So hopefully it works out between them. Yeah. Um, another big thing was on October 31st marked 500 years of the Reformation. Amazing. Yeah, five. That's pretty years. darn cool. 500 years since Martin Luther nailed his 95 thesis on the door of the castle church in Germany. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. That's insane. Yeah. Crazy to think it's already been 500 years. Yeah. <laughs> why, why, why are you laughing? <laughs> she says it like she was living through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's crazy to think, guys, it's already been 500 years. It feels like just yesterday that, that we were right there as Martin Luther was reading those 95 well, thesis. over there giggling and just, oh, who hide, huh? <laughs> I'm sorry. It was just like, as you're, well, no, because listen, in my mind, when I read about it in school, yes, and, I and, you was know. there. <laughs> okay. Excuse uh-huh. my excitement. Yeah, all right. It has it all she been five <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's <clears throat> pretty amazing because it, it truly shaped the church as we know it. Yeah. Yes. And so with that, with the Reformation, uh, our topic for today is uncomfortable, well, I can't even say <laughs> uncomfortable Christianity. It's that uncomfortable. You it's that say uncomfortable, it. yeah. Um, so I was reading this article on the Gospel Coalition, and 
uh, it was titled Eight Signs Your Christianity is Too Comfortable. We'll have a link on there. And um, so this conversation is not going to be, you know, this is what we're doing wrong. That's not what this is going to be at all. Right. Because I feel like we're all still kind of working yes. out. Especially now that we're, I think, older. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We're moms. We're standing on our own feet type of thing. We're still kind of working out, navigating through our, our faith. faith yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We kind of wanted to have that conversation and, um, you know, maybe just try to make maybe a little bit of better sense of things. So that's why I was saying this is not going to be like a, so these are the things that you are doing wrong and why you're too comfortable right. where you're well, at. You yeah. Know? Well, and I think when we first started the podcast, we always um, said, you know, it was going to be exactly like what we do when we're all together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We just sit around the table and we just talk about random topics. <laughs> and this, yeah, this <laughs> And so for me today, you're one of those, it's one of those topics <laughs> yeah. that you're going to be at the table and you may or may not agree Uh or you may see things like you may see things the way we see things we don't know but we're gonna talk about it yeah and that's why we want you to be a part of the conversation let us know what are your thoughts it's always good because just like how we have differing thoughts you might have something that differs completely from Mm -hmm. us and so we want to hear and know what that is because it's always good to have different ideas and opinions presented at the table Mm -hmm. you know well i think as it relates to our christianity i think maybe sometimes we're fearful of talking again it's like a relationship. Like we talked about last week, you know, conflict is good. Yeah. Um, but I think sometimes when it relates to our Christianity, sometimes we're too scared to, to voice our opinion about something because we don't know how somebody might react. But sometimes maybe we're not seeing things the way you're seeing it. And maybe once you express your view, we're like, oh, yeah, I never saw it that way. Yeah. And maybe now I feel convicted to say, yeah, the way I was, you know, living my life or the things I, were do- I was doing. I need, I need to change those up. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for, you know, yeah. showing that to me. Yeah. So this episode, honestly, to be real with you guys, was um, one of those that we didn't even, it didn't even look like this at the beginning. It was going to be completely different. And mm-hmm. as we were talking, we're like, you know what? This seems to be something that's really dominating our conversation right now. So we just need to change it and do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so that's why we've done this. So um, with this article, we'll have a link to it on um, our page. Uh, but it was really talking about um, different signs that you can maybe see that um, are maybe triggers to show you that maybe your Christianity might be a little too comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but some of those points, I think, really got us talking. Um, well, and you oh, know what? Yeah. I want to say something because the um, Brett McCracken, I think that's how I McCracken. <laughs> that's his yeah. last name. Yeah. Yeah. McCracken. That's what it says. <laughs> what was that from? Uh, Pirates? <laughs> the, isn't the, no, the, isn't it? McCracken? The, mm. I'm thinking McLovin. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, completely. Okay, it doesn't matter anyway. Uh, but the Kraken was from, is from. Yeah, it's from Pirates, right? But the Kraken. The Kraken oh, is from. Oh, I but we said McCracken. McCracken? Get McCracken, guys. <laughs> but, you know, he, he inserts an article from C.S. Lewis which I think was really interesting. Uh-huh. And he said, C.S. Lewis once said, I don't go to religion to make me happy. I always knew a bottle of port would do that. If you want a religion to make you feel really comfortable, I certainly don't recommend Christianity. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because I feel like sometimes we want to be comfortable yeah. in mm-hmm. our faith. And anything that that makes us feel uncomfortable we brush it off and we say no you're wrong or you're crazy or you're being too legalistic or whatever the case Uh may be and i feel like 
like C.S. Lewis hit it right on the nail, mm-hmm. on the head. Yeah, yeah. The nail. He hit it right on the nail head. <laughs> no, he hit the nail right on the head. <laughs> Girls, <laughs> so silly. <laughs> That's what my daughter would say. Oh, mommy, you're so silly. <laughs> Well, I butchered that one. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was good. But it's true. And and that's the thing. That's even kind of uncomfortable to say, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. it's like, what? But uh, really? C.S. Lewis? You know? But, mm-hmm. but yeah. It, but it's because it, yeah, it's true. It, it does. It makes you confront the things that are really hard to bring out. And that's why, again, going back to relationships, right? Mm-hmm. That's why we always say it's a relationship mm-hmm. when yes. it comes to the Lord, because he is that, that I said it last week, you know, how relationships for me are like a mirror. Yes. He is my greatest mirror Yes, because he makes me confront the things that I don't always want to see mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're right there in front of me and I can't mm-hmm. hide them, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, um, one of the points here that, um, really kind of got to me was, uh, it says one way that you can kind of know that maybe your Christianity is a little too comfortable is there are no paradoxes, tensions, or unresolved questions. Mm-hmm. If you never ponder or wrestle with the mind-boggling tenets of Christian theology, um, you know, your faith maybe is too comfortable. A healthy and comfortable faith constantly rocks you, prods you, and blows your mind. It's a faith that leaves you restless to know, to want to know more and not satisfied um, that you grasp all there is to grasp about God. And I think that was one of those things at first. I mean, we talked kind of talked about this when we were talking about um, past, um, you know, like healing through, um, you know, tragedy and mm-hmm. all of that. Grief, yeah. Yeah, uh, where I struggled with this with the whole, um, you know, unresolved questions. And reading that was kind of like, you know what, yeah, th- I guess it is a good thing that I have all of these questions. Sometimes I'm even just reading scripture and mm-hmm. I'm like, what like god why would you do that or mm-hmm. why would you allow this or why is this happening here i just finished the book of job which is everywhere i had like question mark question mark yeah. question mark you know and wondering like wondering sometimes like god let me understand your character a little bit more because mm-hmm. yeah I'm really wrestling yeah because it's one of, of those books here. where it's like Job goes through a lot of grief and loss and yeah. unnecessary yeah. grief and loss. And it's kind of like, and with my human what? eyes, yeah. I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And so I like that they put that point there because it's like, sometimes we forget it's completely okay to wrestle with these things. I mean, to even have doubts, mm-hmm. it's the way that you confront those doubts and kind of work through them. I think that will make your faith a lot stronger, you know? Well, I think one thing that's interesting is that he says, you know, you're not satisfied. Um, you want to know more. You're not satisfied with what you, with, um, not satisfied. You've grasped all the ways to grasp about, about God. And I think that's really important because I, I feel like at, there's a point in your faith where you just think like, oh, you get to that comfortable spot where you're like, I, I know all the ways to know about God. But the reality is you don't. Yeah. And I think, why would you want to think that there, you know all there is to know about God? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like in relationship with, with, um, people around you mm-hmm. you don't always know everything about them no. and you find it fascinating when you find a new little facet about them yeah. like you know and after knowing them for so long sometimes even. exactly yeah so why would it be any different with god yeah why or and even the fact that he is god why would we think that we can comprehend all there is to him yeah when he's so multifaceted he's so he's he's god uh-huh. yeah <laughs> i mean we should constantly be wanting to know more about him, seek him more. I feel like it's really interesting that when you read 
scripture, when you read the Bible, mm-hmm. and you can read over a passage uh, or a book multiple times, and yet every single time you'll you'll glean something more from it. Yeah. And so, I mean, that just goes to show us that the Bible is, you know, a living, mm-hmm. um, the living word of God. So, yeah. yeah. I think for me, I took it as kind of this hopeful kind of a statement, you know, that um, it's okay to ask questions, you know, mm-hmm. or even question like the theology, some of the things that, that I've been taught that I believe, you mm-hmm. know, um, for me, I took that as, as something that was very positive, very encouraging, um, in the sense that it's, and I've, I said this before, when we were talking about in our episode, um, you know, dealing with grief and loss and healing from mm-hmm. that, um, was that there was a time where, you know, when I was going through my grief and, and, you know, my own loss, it was kind of this anger that had come up. And I had before that never really had the guts to really say to God, like, I'm angry. Yeah. God, I'm angry with you even, mm-hmm. you know, and through that process, learning that it is a relationship, it is very personal. And, you know, my God can handle that, you know, and he, he can handle that. He can take it. He can hold those feelings and then provide comfort. Mm-hmm. And so for me, how awesome it is to know that, you know what, I can continue to question. I can continue to ask these things, but really I know it's because I want more, you know, I, I'm still, I'm still wanting so badly to know more and more about yeah. God and solidify more and more every day, my relationship with him, you know, and you guys have said, you know, even in, in the sense of, I think Evie, you were saying it, you know, in the sense of it is doing a relationship with, you know, with God, no different than kind of the relationship I have with my husband. Mm-hmm. I've been with him for, you know, as long as I've been with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, Every day I learn new things about him, whether that is through conflict or through, uh, you know, when we resolve it yeah. or through a hardship or through um, something that we're celebrating. It's constantly I'm learning something different because we're growing together. Mm-hmm. You know, we're growing um, older, hopefully wiser, you know. Yeah. And so for me, that was very encouraging to know that, you know, I can continue to ask questions. But also it was one of those things that challenged me to think that. I can never be satisfied thinking that I know it all. Yeah. Cause I don't. And the second that I do, then I know something's not quite right. I think kind of, um, another one of the points that kind of lends itself into that, into there are no paradoxes, tensions or unresolved questions for me was, um, you never feel challenged, only affirmed. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, usually college, if you, you know, college or even that age of, late teens early 20s is this like transitional time for a lot of people whether or not you went to college and I feel like but that age range for sure that age range for me I think I had to make a lot of decisions about my faith and Mm -hmm. kind of understanding where it was going and as I was learning new things about it as well um I was being challenged constantly with stuff that I held near and dear to my heart I definitely you know? can relate to that or yeah. things that I thought no but this is wrong you're not supposed to do this if you're a good Christian how come I have professors that are love the Lord and they're doing stuff that I'm like <laughs> sometimes you know we're taught certain things um in church and you take it as though this is God's law mm-hmm. when really it was more like a a ruler law that we placed upon ourselves mm-hmm. you know or an interpretation of scripture that somebody took that maybe necessarily wasn't something that was, I don't know, something that had to do with a a real, you know, salvation type issue Mm -hmm. type of a thing. 
And so I know one way that I was really challenged once I started going like on um, service trips and these missions trips to other countries where you're faced with um, a lot of just sadness Mm -hmm. and poverty, my whole Americanized, Westernized Christian view was challenged greatly by that because I thought, whoa, 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 whoa. you know, you hear (laughs) all these things about, well, you know, um, you know, you're blessed when you have all this money in the bank and when you have this and when you have that and theology of prosperity for sure. It'll get you. And so, um, you do, you equate God's blessings with monetary, I don't know, a monetary increase or whatever, or, or, you know, that promotion that you really wanted or whatever it may Mm -hmm. be. And then you see all these wonderful, beautiful people that are part of the church that don't have that, Mm -hmm. you know, that have, um, very different types of homes and, um, and their means are a little more limited. Yeah. Yeah. And you think, well, they love the Lord. What's going on here? Mm -hmm. And so I had to be challenged in my faith in that way that maybe this whole prosperity notion of that equals blessings was not necessarily true. Yeah. Right. You know, I can agree with that. I mean, for me, I think it's, I definitely agree with you in that sense. I think for me, it's been more, um, in my own walk with the Lord and, and my faith, it's been challenged to be a better representation of Christ. So whether that be through how I do relationships, and we talked about relationships, you know, yeah. pretty extensively last last episode, but um, how I do relationships, how um, I demonstrate, um, whether that's empathy or whatever the case is. Um, but it's also being challenged to, like one of the things that I said last episode was about not letting things be so much about me. Um, that's an area where I'm like, Christ was never about all him. Yeah. You know, it was bringing honor and glory to the kingdom of God. And so that's one of the areas where I become challenged because sometimes I do have that mentality, you know, living, you know, here in a Western country, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, um, it's definitely very much, you know, what kind of possessions do I have? And, what job do I have? You know, those kinds of things. And it's easy to forget that that should not be my focus, my main priority, my main goal. Uh, really, my my riches that I have should be stored in heaven. So that's... Well, I think, and that's why he says, that's when, that's kind of a trigger of why it's too comfortable. Yeah. Because it's true. How hard is it to serve? Yeah. You know? And to always, and to, and even as humans, it's so hard to put people before yourself. And that's what you're called to do. Mm-hmm. In this case, you're called to put others, you know, consider others greater than yourself mm-hmm. is what yeah, the Bible yeah, tells us. Definitely. You know, we are called to forgive at all times, no matter what um, was done to you or said to you. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, many of the times we've talked about that. Um, we're just, it leads us, and that's kind of what he closed. It leads us to do hard things, to embrace hard truths right? Sometimes to do life too. It says do life sometimes with hard people for the sake and glory of the Mm -hmm. one who did the hardest thing, which was Christ. You know, it's uncomfortable, but it's so worth it. And I think as you were saying that, one of the um, points that really resonated for me was also, you know, not people not being able to comment on the growth that they've seen in you. Mm. And I think we, I mean, I'm going to be real right now. Uh, there were many years that mm-hmm. I could say 
there would be maybe weeks that you could see the growth in me Mm -hmm. and then I would backtrack, you know? And yes, that's a very human thing to do. I was just thinking, oh my gosh, but I've been there. (laughs) Yeah. But this year, like, I think God really pressed, you know, impressed in my heart. You've been walking with me for so many years, Mabel. Where is the evidence of my transformative power in you? Mm. Where is it? Mm-hmm. And I remember that moment, like I just broke down and was like, God, it's not there. Mm-hmm. I love you. And I try to be more like you every day. But I fall hard back into the way that I am, you know, and yeah. our, our pastor was kind of saying something a couple uh, Bible studies ago that we make the whole excuse of, you know, oh, I'm just an angry person. You know, oh or I'm just this or I'm just that, mm-hmm. you know, and you think, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, God, mm-hmm. you know, it's who I am. You know me. You, yeah, know, you me. know this is me. And yes, he knows us and he loves us in spite of that, you know, and. Um, but that's where the challenge comes in, right? It's like if if that tends to be my default and my human nature mm-hmm. and I want to follow the Lord, then even that's got to change a little. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, you know, is is if in Galatians it says like, you will be known by these fruits yeah. and it lists us the fruits of that of the spirit you mm-hmm. know these this is the evidence that you're walking mm-hmm. in the lord you know kindness gentleness self-control you know love and i'm not displaying those patience yeah so is it because god isn't powerful enough or is it because you know i'm just really not walking yeah, in the i'm getting in my own way yeah that's the truth exactly. yeah and so that's kind of what's been at the forefront of my mind um, this year in these last couple months is just I I don't want to ever be the person where people are like, you know, I don't see any yeah, difference that's in you. True. I don't see any of that change in you. Mm-hmm. You know, you're the same terrible person you were when I first met you now. <laughs> yeah, that would be you awful. I mean? That would be awful. What a misrepre- like misrepre- misrepresentation mm-hmm. I am of the one who gave it all for me mm-hmm. and my savior. Mm-hmm. And so I, and so we go back to that, you know, is just, um, I think that's why Christianity can be so uncomfortable is because it does, it makes you confront mm-hmm. these ugly things about you that you don't always want to think Admit, about. And we're not proud of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's true because that's the very essence of what gets in the way of being who Christ has created us to be, right? Who who God has created us to be. And so that's why I think um, C.S. Lewis's quote resonates so much with me because it's true. I think, and sometimes we have this false idea that coming to know Christ or coming to believe in God means no worries. Everything's fine. Almost Hakuna Matata, like Makata. I was going to say Makata. Hakuna Matata, like, right? It's like, no worries. Um, but it's not true. We are called to live a life that's uncomfortable because of the fact that it's not, well, it's going to be hard. What's, you know, life. what's popular. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not, you know, learning it, to be selfless instead of selfish. Yeah. You know, um, whoa, is that yeah. a hashtag? <laughs> <laughs> and so that stuff is tough. Yeah. It's tough to navigate when, you know, that flesh part of you wants to be proud or wants mm-hmm. to be, you know, um, acknowledged. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, you know, I think this one was a really good reminder of that. Definitely. It's just evaluating, you know, where we're at, um, 
knowing that it's always, you know, kind of like what you were saying, even in the beginning, like it's always a, a work in progress. Familia, you know, if you have any thoughts about that or things that, um, questions or things that you feel like, uh, you know, you kind of wrestled with or thought about, um, let us know. You can reach us, uh, like always, on our Facebook page, A Little Mass Podcast, or on our Twitter and Instagram at A Little Mass underscore, or on our website, um, A Little Mass Podcast.com, um, and shoot us an email or comment us there. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Oh, uh, yes. And we'd love to hear kind of how, you know, your walk, it might not look anything like ours. You know, you might not even necessarily believe in anything um, that we believe in, you know, but you're kind of working out this life um, in a way that uh, you feel you're doing it. And maybe you have comments on it or Mm -hmm. questions or whatever it may be. I mean, that's why we're here together. You know, we want to kind of discuss these different issues um, together type Mm -hmm. of a thing. Um, So shoot us some comments, some emails. Uh, about this or maybe you even just have I don't know ideas about uh, future episodes or things that we talk about that you'd like us to elaborate more or expand on like hey we want to hear from you we we do and we want to know what you want to hear about Um, you know so it's not just us you know talking about random (laughs) things and you're like I don't know why they're talking about that right now (laughs) but um, so we can't wait Uh, for next week our episode 10 we'll have something uh, hopefully something really good for you <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for now uh, this is Mabel Evelyn and Celeste and you have been listening to A, A Little, Little Mass. Mass adios